Uh, have you made any resolutions this year? Uh, now, lots of people I meet say I never make resolutions um, because they're a waste of time. And I always say to them, well, you know what? If you aim at nothing, you'll always hit it. So I would encourage you, not just New Year's Eve, but to continually resolve to add value, to be more, to, to try again, to get up and, and go again, to shift something else. Uh, because God's in the business of reforming us, and uh, in the new year, we get a chance to go, hey, here's our resolve together. So even if you don't normally do resolutions, buy into this one. It'll change your life. Uh, it comes from Psalm 62. Uh, we're going to cover this through all of... We're going to focus on Psalm 62 through all of January. It's a Psalm of David, and he's, it's written in the title for Jed, Jeduthun, Jeduthun. I don't know how you say that. He's the choir director. So it's written for the choir director so that this prayer of this song, this, this thing that David wrote, this reflection, this, this interaction between David and God should be public for the whole community. David's saying, I prayed this and I want the whole community to pray this. I experienced this and I want the whole community to experience this. That's this psalm. It starts like this. I wait quietly before God. Um, I'm already challenged. <laughs> I don't know about you. Um, in my life, there's uh, not a lot of quiet waiting going on. Uh, the other day, we went to a coffee roasters. It was in a big warehouse space. Awesome coffee. But we're sitting around waiting for our coffee, waiting 20 minutes for our coffee. They were very busy. And I looked around the other tables. I'm prepping this sermon. I looked around all the other tables, and everyone else is waiting too. Do you know what they're all doing? Everyone. Yeah. Like, who waits quietly for anything, ever? Um, oh, on a train, you know, everyone. Doctor's waiting room, where you just got to wait for your whatever. Everyone. Everyone. Sometimes people can't even walk like along a, a street without stimulation. I wait quietly um, before God. We are a generation that is engineered towards instant gratification. Check it now, find it now, feel it now, experience it now, say it now, buy it now. <clears throat> I say engineered because our attention is monetized. That is, the companies that, that kind of produce all this stuff that we're uh, working through, um, Amazon, Google, not just to name them, but all of those spaces, they, are, they employ people to figure out how how much of your attention they can hold and how much money they can make out of your attention. Our attention is monetized. So when I say engineered, it's not an accident that we're perpetually drawn to this uh, machine in our hands. It's not, I'm not a conspiracy theorist, um, and I know there's lots of other factors going on, but just recognize there is active um, like uh, uh, intent to, to grab your attention, to hold your attention um, in things that aren't going to bring you life. 
And so, because of that, because that's, a, that's our generation, because we're products of that, waiting quietly feels like, seems like a waste of time. Who wants to be bored? To switch off, to let um, time pass without any stimulation. In October last year, I was challenged to learn again to wait quietly. Uh, just these things. The first one, when you get home, Danny, put your phone on charge and leave it there. Like walk away from it. <laughs> like for an hour or two. You can check it later. Just try and have a break. Which is much harder than I thought it was going to be. When I'm in a waiting room or a train or a cafe or I'm waiting for something, um, just wait. Leave your phone in your pocket. Just wait. Which is really hard to do. Um, when you walk and you drive and stuff, not always, but sometimes, just have nothing on. No music, no podcast, no audio book, you know, just quietness. Um, not all the time, but just lots of times. Just wait quietly. Um, which sounds boring, right? But it isn't. Boredom, we've lost it, boredom. When I was a kid, we'd say to our parents, I'm bored, and they're like, well, figure it out. Like, then you go and be creative or you go and do something, but nowadays you don't have to be bored because you've got constant uh, stimulation. Boredom is the seedbed of creativity and reflection and spirituality. If you're in charge, if I'm in charge of my time with God, how am I going to hear God? If it's according to my agenda, how am I going to hear God? If I'm dictating the flow of how that works, Jesus, I'm going to talk to you now and I'm going to, uh, this is the passage I'm reading. I think it probably means this. Thank you for that. Quick prayer for these things and off I go. I wait quietly before God, David says. I want the whole community to pray this. I wait quietly um, before God. Uh, for, why? Why do we wait quietly before God? For my victory comes from Him. Um, why do we rush? Why do we feel every moment? Why do I constantly check all of my notifications? Why do I Google every question that my mind conjures? Why am I always either doing something that's important to me or thinking about all, all the things that are important to me that I have to do? Or um, not stopping, but just switching to a mind-numbing exercise like binge-watching something on Netflix or scrolling through um, hours and hours of soccer videos on my phone or whatever it is that you do. Uh, just to switch off. Why am I feeling all of my time? Um, because I've been sold the lie, and I believe it, even subconsciously, even if I don't like saying this out loud, that that will return to me the thing that my soul needs that I will be satisfied because I'm not missing out, because I know right now, because I have access, because if someone contacts me, I know what's going on, because I don't want to step away from the flow of life. If I put that down and I walk away, then I'm going to step away from the whole flow of life and I'm going I'm to miss out. So I need to be in it because I want to win. I need to get what I need to get. That's why we do what we do. Universally across humankind, we do what we do because we think it will return to us the satisfying thing, the thing that's going to help us to be you know, to achieve what we need to achieve, to feel what we need to feel or whatever. And it's a lie. Where does your victory come from? My victory. I wait quietly before God for my victory comes from Him. 
Everything that will satisfy your soul comes from God, from your Father in heaven, your Creator who made you, who loves you, who wants you. He just wants to pour his life and his love into your soul. And we're not accessing it because access, I can't even say that. We're not accessing it because we're not waiting quietly for him to do that. I wait quietly before God, for my victory comes from him. He alone is my rock and my salvation, my fortress, where I'll never be shaken. So two things I've been doing since October. Uh, every day before I touch my phone, um, I go to God. Thanks, God, for this day. I really appreciate you. I love this life that you've called us. Um, and this is my day. I'll just map it out. This is what is on the schedule for today, but you have the day, God. It's only five minutes, but before I touch anything else, I just do that. It's a, just that habit. It's amazing. It's transformative. The other thing I do, which I would very much encourage you to do, which I'm asking you to participate with me in, is find three times a week, start with half an hour, where you have no agenda except to be with God. And just wait. It is amazing. Uh, not every time, as a habit, it is transformed. Um, we're going to talk more through January about what happens inside that space where you're kind of with God and you're, you're waiting on God. Um, Ed's is up next week. He's going to um, help us with some more practical things in those spaces. But I want us to get this kind of like, that's a different resolve where I would stop and rest and wait. Uh, if you're like me, sometimes you feel like there's no space, not in your diary or in your brain. <laughs> To wait. To wait quietly. It's too much. It's too big. The stakes are too high. It's too painful. It's so unfair. I'm so overwhelmed. We've all been there. David knows this. He's been there. Uh, listen to how the song progresses. It starts like this. I wait quietly before God, for my victory comes from him. He alone is my rock of my salvation, my fortress where I'll never be shaken. It feels like, you know, that kind of meditative, mm, like I'm just so calm. And everything's so cool and I'm kind of just tiptoeing through the tulips and reflecting in this sunshine or whatever. Then he does this. So many enemies against one man, all of them trying to kill me. To them, I'm just a broken down wall or a tottering fence. They plan to topple me from my high position. They delight in telling lies about me. They praise me to, their face, to my face, but they curse me in their hearts. <sighs> and then it says, interlude. So did you get that? I wait quietly before God because my victory comes from him. He alone is my rock and my salvation, my fortress where I'll never be shaken. And then, but this, ah! That's happening. And now, this is a song shared for the whole community. It's not that everyone's had got these problems, not that everyone's got people running around slandering them and that sort of thing, because we've all got other stuff that's our, ah! Before God. I want to wait quietly before God, but ah, you ever feel like that? I can't because this. Because I'm so overwhelmed, it's too scary, it's too much, I've got too much to do, I've got to sort this out. If I don't sort that out, it's going to be a problem here, and so I can't. How can I possibly just stop and rest with God here? Because there's this urgent thing that has to get done. 
for the sake of people I love and for my family and for my work and for my reputation or for whatever it is, I'm just, ah, for my health, I'm just, I can't, God. So that's what David does. He just goes, all these people that are trying to kill me. Pause, take stock, decision, then this. Let all that I am wait quietly before God. For my hope is in Him. My victory is in Him. My hope is in Him. The win for me now is in Him. The, the, the future is in Him. He alone is my rock and my salvation, my fortress where I will not be shaken. My victory and honour come from God alone. He is my refuge, a rock where no enemy can reach me. O oh, my people, trust Him at all times. Pour out your heart to Him, for God is our refuge. You feel this decision? That David's encouraging the whole community to go, that the Holy Spirit's encouraging you to go on and me to go on here? Oh God, I'm just so full and it's so hard and I'm so distracted and there's just so much and I've just got to do this and I've got to make this and I've got to be this and whatever and God's, do this decision. Go, no, no, with my whole being, I will wait quietly before God because my hope and my victory is Him. So here's the invitation that I want you to join me in, us in, as we head into 2024. Build a habit of waiting on God. Check in first thing in the morning before you touch anything else. Just give your day to God. And I'm going to try for more than three, but I'm just going to set three because that's achievable. Three times a week, um, half an hour at least, where you're just without agenda being with God. Um, yeah, let's do that together. I was going to segue into the next song, but I don't know how I'm going to do that, so I'm going to let Paul do that uh, when he gets up. Um, they're going to come up just as we pray to finish. Our Father, we, we know that you have all of our um, life in your hands. We know that you love us. We know that our hope and our victory and our future is in you. We believe that in our heads. But like Ben was saying before, just we wish the things that we said that we believed in our head would be manifest in the way that we lived our lives, and particularly in what we trusted, what our go-to was, what our delight was. And so God, shift us and move us to this habit of carving space to wait on you, to be with you, to let you set the agenda. Um, thanks, Jesus. Amen.